Good morning, everyone. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm just really excited to be back on air with you guys. I know it has been um, over a month, actually, since um, the last show. And I wanted to um, wrap up the planning season and just discuss with you Um, the last message that I have for you entitled Aligned. And I think it is so amazing how this message was birthed and the timing and the time frame in which God allowed. You know, it's, it's just amazing. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get our prayer. Thank you, Father, for positioning this platform in Christ. And thank you, Father, for placing all those who have trusted you as your Savior and allowing us to fellowship through this network as brothers and sisters. Thank you that we are members of your body and we are being built up together as your holy dwelling place. Father, We pray that as the wickedness in the world seems to be increasing and the love of many has grown so cold, that you will continue to unite us in loving fellowship and seek your peace, your word, and forgiveness when we fall short. I pray that this message is delivered in your likeness and pleases you, Father, and that our hearts receive it with love. And as we continue on with our day and with our week, that we hold each other up in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. And... Referring back to the title of this message, Aligned, again, this is the last part of the planting season series that I have been covering. Um, I just want to take this moment before I get into the message and talk to you about a shift in my spiritual journey that I feel is about to approach. No, I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. I don't know exactly what the Lord has planned for me, but what I am standing firm in is the belief that it will be good and that everything is aligned for the betterment of my growth and my promotion in his kingdom. And so as I get into the word, God is an aligner and He will work out every single detail of your life to design the masterpiece of your destiny. I think back to Joshua's, um, I mean, Joseph's story, how his brothers betrayed him. And it it was all God's timing and his process that allowed for Joseph to be placed in the right setting, to be positioned before the king for him to one day be promoted to rule. And... That story resonates with me every single time that I hear it and that I think back to his, you know, fascinating story Um, because it has a, a major message that I feel that we should carry around with this all the time, especially during seasons when we find it most troubling to get through. See, God will place us or plan us and then he will position you and then he will promote you or he will promote us where he needs us to fulfill our purpose and his purpose. This purpose will bring us prosperity, it'll bring us peace, and it'll bring us the positivity that we need to walk in his kingdom. Um... It has been nearly six to seven weeks since I've been on air and spoke with all of you. And I strongly believe that it was due to the mere fact of this very message needing an alignment. See, within these six weeks, I've 
I've walked through peaks in my life with the new birth of my niece, celebrated my first year wedding anniversary, started my first day of my last two quarters of grad school, started a brand new school year, and even reunited with one of my best friends after, you know, a few years when she had to move away um, suddenly, our contact numbers got lost within the shuffles of life. And when I tell you the the reunion between us was so aligned, it was like a wow moment. God, like, oh my goodness. It was just um, ordained and you could see it. It was an anointing reunion. Now, while all these are amazing peaks that I always like to focus on and I like to highlight Um, that occurred in the last few weeks. There is no story without a victory and no story of victory without struggle. I'm sorry. I've allowed a few moments of attack to push me off a track with my morning meditations, my prayer, but most of all, talks with God. And I don't mean those flyby talks where I just say, hey, hello, thank you, good night. I mean those turn the radio off, silence the noise, retreat to the prayer room, in tongues, personal, intimate talks with God. The talks that would lead to the messages or the poems or the words of deliverance that I would then in turn relay to you on this podcast. So every single time I went to write my message in blog form or jot some notes down, I I found that my thoughts were blocked for some reason. And at first I thought it was the devil, but even though the devil is the cause of a lot of strife in our lives, I couldn't place blame on him for this. He isn't that powerful, not in my book. He was actually, it was actually the Holy Spirit telling me, hold up Krishna, be obedient, just be still and be observational right now. He kept saying, hold up. These are just distractions. Get focused and listen for his voice. And you know me, I'm persistent. So I kept responding, hold up for what? I mean, I need to get this podcast out, God. I need to to finish this message. I need to finish this series. Like people are counting on me. And then I would hear again, hold up. I'm counting on you to be obedient, to trust me, and to allow me to use you in my way. So here I am. Almost six, seven weeks later since um, the last part of the planning season was released. And see, God works in mysterious ways, but in perfect timing and in perfect order. Even with my peaks, I've been through a lot of valleys, even current day, even right now. And even with a heavy heart, I am... I have been aligned and it has been predestined for me to speak to someone right now at this exact moment that need to hear what I'm about to say. That maybe five, six, or seven weeks ago, you may not have been in the right mind frame or emotional space to receive it. I may have not been able to connect emotionally and outpour it emotionally five, six weeks ago the way I am now. So I'm here to tell you to share with you right at this very second that God is an aligner. He has it all mapped out for you. I mean, I wrestled with this personal story that I'm about to tell you for almost five years. I wrestled on if I should tell my story out of revenge, out of hurt, out of 
fight out of anger until I placed it to rest. And after asking God, why shouldn't I speak my truth and expose it? I just let it go. But my story would not have had a testimony if I would have told it when I was ready to tell it. It would just have had resentment without the healing. It would have been another story and truly not my truth, but just my perspective of what, of, you know, of what I felt my truth was. After, you know, for the last two years, um, I found a little peace until these past few weeks, it stirred into my spirit and the Lord finally told me, okay, now I'm ready for you to speak now I am ready for you to deliver a story that will align to my purpose for you so I pray that this story resonate and help someone out there at this very moment that needs clarity on a situation that you may think right now is going nowhere or you aren't sure how you will overcome this season but as I stated to you before it's time for you to take your position plant your seeds of fate and water your faith plant your seeds of hope and water your fate stand in your fate that God is working all things out for your greater good the first step is placement. Sometimes we wonder why. Placement is one of the first steps of alignment. There was a major incident that occurred in my and my little family's life where it could have taken the life of all three of us. Not just once, but twice by the hands of someone with violence and retaliation in their hearts. A $15 dispute, a bold uninvited visitor with a spiteful heart at the time all caused years of damage within a split of a second that person's decision to show up at our home without thinking about the consequences but only wanting to prove the notion that despite of a home being someone's peace they were entitled to announce their presence and show who was boss all over fifteen dollars well the incident led to shots being fired, literally, and five to be exact, and a fire being set to our vehicles and almost our home, all while we laid sleeping. See, monetary restitution was paid to this individual after, you know, the litigation because of a broken ankle that occurred. And that was the result of, you know, the situation. So I was angry. I was hurt. I was feeling hateful and I wanted revenge. I asked God why during these three week spans, during this three week span, did he allow this to happen in a place I worked so hard to create peace for my own child? I asked God after the verdicts in the court litigations were rude, one-sided, who would pay me restitution for the mental anguish and the PTSD that I didn't even know at the time was brewing? To who would pay me restitution for the moving expenses so that that we had to incur after moving so many times because I the woman of the house was too scared every time something minor happened 
or who would pay me restitution for the counseling sessions that I had to undergo because the moment I heard a balloon pop or a crackling noise, I would get the image of those two dreadful nights when five bullets or that one bullet out of the five was only 30 minutes away from striking me. I mean, I thank God that the Holy Spirit told me to make it an early night from studying because where the bullet landed, it was my usual spot where I would study after my husband and my daughter went to bed. And I would, I would, I would have normally been up. But for some reason, the Holy Spirit tapped me on my shoulder and I said, you know what, I'm going to call it a night. Or, I was, or it takes me back to the following week within having five bullets. The following week after we dodged those bullets the week before, you know, which bullets that could have struck our daughter because at the time she dealt with night terrors and she would sleepwalk and things of that nature. But it would also take me back to the image of that night when I awoke to a loud horn blasting its horrific sound because my husband's truck was now covered in flames of fire that was cracking our front windows about to make its alarming weight into our condo trapping us or could have been trapped us upstairs. Those images wouldn't leave. So I kept asking God, why during this time in my life, more people, instead of being supportive and sympathetic, use that time to attack me, judge my my living um, choices, um, or they were more bold with their intrusion by showing or trying to prove their rights in my husband's life by trying to dismiss the relevance that I had in his life and the things that we were going through. It all flooded my heart, causing it to drown in despair. I mean, I hated everyone. I hated the sheriff department because they swept it under the rug. They denied the rights, my rights to file disturbance of the peace. I mean, they sent me home with a box of tissue and an apology for their mistake by not allowing me my rights to be heard or fulfilled. I mean, I literally hated the person behind this violent attack. And then two years later, literally, God placed me directly in front of this person the same person I felt intruded my life with a storm. He literally placed me, you don't understand, face to face at the same job company that I started working with and working for. And I just, every single dreadful feeling that I held on to washed away it was like God aligned that very moment to bring my restitution and my restoration of healing of forgiveness and of renewal and I mean I share all of this with you for you to understand that God's timing is perfect everything you may have been through was designed and aligned to bring forth your spiritual breakthrough what was once allowed to appear to destroy you was only given authority in your life to restore you see you will be placed in unexpected places and situations or in front of unexpected people and the irony in it is that it's all done so you can be healed or for you to elevate or for you to even reevaluate 
But in whatever capacity it is, God will always place you to position you for you to be promoted. And whenever I was positioned, it was transformational. So these past six weeks, I kept asking God to give me a word for this final message on the planning season. And a line continued to show up and show out in every area of my life. Almost every message I would hear after I started this series spoke about planting seeds and positions. Every area of my life showed extreme signs of position, placement, and alignment shifting. Yet my word wouldn't come. But the distractions overflowed into my life like a venomous snake ready to attack any sign or effort of focus I placed into my intimate relationship with God. It seemed like the more I began to find my routine and self-care and devoting my time to one-on-one time with God and the more my weekly prayer list got longer, the more distractions from the outside became more apparent. Go figure. And what did the human side of me do? Of course, I became overwhelmed. I became weakened. I became tired. And guess what? I became distracted. At a recent women's conference at our church, actually this past weekend, one of the ladies shared with us that when their family lost the life of her son or their son, it was a distracted driver that took his life in that manner. And it hit my soul. And the message came to me or the notion came to me that God receives our souls when we hand it over to him. He's not in the business of taking our lives, the very same life that Jesus died in order for us to have. See, he allows us free will to surrender our souls to one day be able to have eternal life. It was distraction and it is distraction that take our life. It was distraction that took this young man's life. And distractions and distracted are two different things because you see distractions will always be there. The devil will always use distractions to try and bring destruction to kill, steal, and destroy. But being distracted is a choice. That's where our choices are comes in. We have to give in to those distractions. And a distraction can take my life, but it can't take my soul. I can become distracted from the distractions or become determined to stay focused. See, when God places you, he is positioning you for transformation and for your shifting season. See, when God placed me in the face of my enemy, at that very moment, the transformation begins to take place. He positioned me in a situation where I had to begin to see differently, feel differently, talk differently, and act differently. I had to position my posture. I had to take that uncomfortable position of being mature and the forgiving person in order for me to one day be promoted to the all-deserving person that I am today. See, the greater things he had waiting for me, the trials that were waiting for me, the Um, elevation that's waiting for me and the prosperity that's waiting for me would not have been received properly or it won't be received properly if I was still in the state of hatefulness and resentment in the place that I was before he positioned me and placed me in front of this young person. He knew that I had to become greater in order for me to handle greater and that the broken little girl I had transformed to was not 
and could not be promoted into the purpose-driven woman I was aspiring to be. See, I had to play, he had to place me in the line of fire, then position me in the line of duty so I can be promoted to chief of my own destiny. He aligned every situation, every hurt, every pain, every uncomfortable situation so I could plant my seeds of fate in his ability to water my spiritual growth. I wasn't there before this incident happened. Not mentally, not emotionally. My podcast ministry was far from my mind. My dignity was lost in the shuffle of other people's drama. My attitude was starving for attention and realignment. My writing was halted by the wilderness and my distractions became my focus. When he placed me without harming me and then positioned me without breaking me, I learned it was all to promote me in order to entrust me. See, promotion, we we can't work for the title. We have to work for the position, and then God will entrust us with the promotion. Simon got promoted to Peter and became one of the most anointed. Abram got promoted to Abraham, which is the father of many nations. Saul got promoted to Paul and became one of the greatest apostles and the biggest contributor of the books in the Bible. Every single shift and transformation in your life is ultimately designed and aligned to promote you to your purpose. If it had not been for the placement and the positioning, I would not have been prepared for my promotion. You may be at a time in your life where you have been waiting for this promotion at work or the news of pregnancy or a proposal or even a positive health report. But I'm here to tell you that if you are experiencing a shift in allowing the placement of your struggle and the position of your fate to take charge, you will be promoted to fulfill your purpose. Your life will be promoted with excellence. Sometimes you have to change your walk, your talk, your attitude, your perspective, and your heart. And forget that old title and name and take on the promoted name of Jesus. You want that job promotion. You need to start shifting into that job position in your mentality. You may not have the title yet, but you work for that position. God has already ordained your destiny and have already ordered the steps you need to take in order to get there. Allow him to place you. Allow him to position you so he can promote you. When I was placed in the position where I had to face my enemy head on, I made the choice right then and there to surrender and plant my seeds differently. God allowed me to be set free from the tight grip of control that this person operated from since the beginning and things. And that's when he promoted me to peace. My mind and heart was free to receive spiritual messages, to birth my ministry. My writing and ideas also took flight. My name changed to Seeker of Christ. See, my story and message wasn't told today by accident. He told me to be silent and to be still for five years since it happened, to share it for this exact moment. Because it's no longer told from a little girl with hurt and anger. It's told from a woman with spiritual clarity. What will your story sound like when you get your promotion? So I want you to take that in. And 
while you are resonating with this message that I've told, there are scripture verses that I would love for you to focus on and study. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 17 through 27, along with Proverbs chapter 16 verses 3 through 4. And I want you to understand that my story would not have been a testimony if it was told before it's time. Don't think that because you cannot see the sunlight right now that he hasn't aligned your stars to guide you. Take strong, strong faith in knowing that he has everything planned out for your good. So now I'm going to move into poetry. It's poetry time. And of course, this poem that I wrote is entitled Aligned, perfectly aligned with the message. So I hope you enjoy it. As I pray, you work. When I doubt, you still don't desert. I mean, it seems like when I hit my knees, my fate hits the skies. Because even when I don't know, my life in your hands is being aligned. My struggles today may bring temporary haze and sorrows. But the placement of my hurtful past positions my promotions in my tomorrows. Each and every time, you have shown me how my ugly beginnings were created to bring forth my beautiful ends. And how everything was precisely timed and arranged to leave me with a win. The mystery of your plans continue to awe me still because how can someone be so perfect at designing my life's will? From the doors you open to the ones you close, to the friendships you create, to the ones you break. From the seasons of peaks so high to the seasons of valleys so low. From mastering my sunshines and stars, from my dark storms of lost hope. I can't seem to understand how you how your time how you time everything just right how something from my childhood was allowed in order to position me in my adult life so when I say I'm aligned, I'm not talking about my wheel adjustments or my suspensions on my car. Although when I turn left or right, it does determine my paths of tomorrow. When I mention alignment, I don't think just of the stars. Although without them, many of my ancestors wouldn't have made it so far. Alignment for me is when my life was created on a cross on Calvary. It's my name written in the heavens before it was even spoken here on earth. And when my purpose was aligned so perfectly so that one day everyone would know my worth. And so I'm snapping and I'm snapping and I'm snapping. And I really hope that you really enjoyed that poem. It was created and delivered with love. Now my book recommendation. Um, this one is a goodie. It's a very short, um, it's a fictional sh- inspirational start sto- short story. And it's about a character named Melinda Black. And what happens is that she goes through many changes in her life, like we all do, from losing her job, she lost her self-dignity, etc. But she plants these seeds of faith in the midst of all of this. And she begins to believe. And she sees how God places how he positions, and then he promotes. And it's entitled Once Upon a Sunday, and it's by Renee Allen McCoy. So I really hope that you enjoy that reading. Um, That is it that I have for you guys on this morning, on today. 
Again, it is my pleasure to be back on air with you and talking to you and ministering with you and and, um, to you. And again, I want to thank everyone that has been blessing this podcast ministry and listening. And I really hope that I continue to um, be led by the Holy Spirit just to do what I love and love what I do. And that is to share messages of love and hope with all of you. So have a wonderful and blessed week, guys. Um, This is the end of the planting season. Go out and plant your seeds of love, of hope, and of fate, and watch how God will continue to align everything in your life. You can check me out on my website, writingdovewordsforthesoul.weebly.com, and um, you can also email me, hit me up, Um, Let me know of anything, any great news, anything, any challenges. If you want to be added to a prayer list or whatever, please continue to um, inpour those encouraging messages and, and, you know, um, that insight and continue to be a light in my life. I need you. You need me. We need each other. I love you. God bless. And have a beautiful, beautiful, aligned week. Ciao. Oh, I'm sorry. Before I go, don't forget to stay tuned and check out um, Love Love in Christ. I'm sorry because Kennedy told me that her segment was not called Kennedy Moments of Kisses or Kennedy Moments of Love. She wanted it entitled Love in Christ. So I have added that little segment where Kennedy comes in and she presents her own message of love and hope. So I really hope you enjoy it. And if you are listening on Anchor, I actually always um, add a nice little snippet of a beautiful, beautiful song that will help you with your worship. Um, So again, thank you all so much for listening and have a beautiful, beautiful week. Ciao, guys. Guys, it's Kennedy. Before we go into what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to have a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything you give us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the word we'll be talking about today is forgiveness. What the word forgiveness means to me is like saying saying i forgive you is like like if someone did something to you and you gotta forgive them so today's bible story is when jesus died so jesus died to forgive us he wanted to die to forgive us god sent jesus down on the to sit jesus down on christmas day so he can die when he gets older for to forgive us so, he forgave us like you should forgive others. You don't have to forgive right away, but at least forgive them. Okay, and so, so that, that Bible story really, like, meant with, really goes with today's work, which is forgiving. And you forgive you make someone's heart feel really good because you know that you're back friends again. Okay, so that ends with today's lesson. So guys, I'll see you later. Bye!